Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. You know, in some of the first videos I ever posted here on YouTube, I talked to you about the difference between life insurances. I talked to you about the difference between term life, whole life, universal life, variable life, variable universal life. There's like a bunch of different kinds of life insurances out there. The two most popular ones, however, are term life and whole life. Now, I don't want this episode to be strictly on which life insurance is better, so that's the one you can get. That's not the focus of this video. I've already made those videos. The focus of this video is that a lot of people are now selling whole life insurance and saying use it as a personal bank, grow your wealth through there, and it has a bunch of different benefits in doing it that way. In a sense, they're treating a whole life insurance policy like an investment. Now, aside from the fact that it's illegal to sell life insurance under the umbrella of an investment, I just want to point out the fact that the same people that are selling these policies are creating these new methods so that it's easier to convince you to buy these policies. So if you're unfamiliar with the method or strategy of using an overfunded whole life policy as a personal bank, I'm gonna play a small clip from another YouTube video I found explaining to you in detail exactly how to use a whole life policy as a bank. And then when that clip is done, we're gonna break it down part by part and give you an even better solution that's one, much more affordable, and two, much more beneficial for you, the investor and the wealth builder that you are. So with that being said, let's get into the clip. Whole life insurance, what it does, it actually has a living benefit as opposed to just a death benefit, which means that you can get a benefit, not just your loved ones, you both can. Here's how whole life insurance policy works. Number one, when you put money every month into a life insurance policy, it's like a forced savings account, as if you will. A small portion will go towards your death benefit. Let's say that I have a death benefit of $300,000 if I were to die. And then let's also say that I'm building some cash value. I might have a payment of $400 a month or $200 a month or $100 a month or, or $3,000 a month or a lot more for some of you that are using this as a rapid wealth strategy. And a small percentage will go to the death benefit and then the rest of it is going to go towards building what's called cash value. And this is money that you can access from the policy if you set it up the right way. Here's some of the benefits. Oftentimes, with the banks that are out there that set up these policies, I call them banks because that's really what they are. This is you setting up your own personal bank. And those banks, guess what they're paying you? They're paying you 5%. Dude, what's your bank paying you? Probably a whole lot less. And a normal bank, if it is government insured, will usually insure it up to $250,000. Here, what I love about this type of bank is that my money is entirely untouchable. What I mean by that is someone cannot litigate and access this money and actually pull it out of the account. It's yours, which I think is pretty awesome. The third benefit that I really love about this is that I can borrow my money out and what I can do is I'm going to build what I call a tax shelter. The tax shelter means this. Every time I make a payment every month into building that account, that pit gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I can borrow the money, I can use it to invest, I can use it for business, I can use it for a number of things, and then when I pay the money back, my money gets to grow tax-free at that dividend rate. How cool is that? Like, that's huge. So based on this alone, when people ask this question, is life insurance an investment? How is it investment? Well, for me, it's an investment different than the way most are looking at it. Check out my perspective. The world, first of all, says, hey, you're earning 5%. That's diversification. That's better than your savings account. That's probably not too different than your 401k and your IRA. So yeah, it's a good investment. This is where I want to challenge that. 
If all you're doing is earning 5% on your money, you're screwed. You're never gonna be able to earn enough money for retirement to get where you wanna go. Because 5% compounding over time, it is pathetic. You've gotta start super young and you gotta be often committed for 40 years, maybe 50 years. But I have the ability to pull this money out and I have the ability to put it into business. I can put it into a number of other vehicles. For me, I dump that sucker right into real estate. Why? Because I can get my real estate to produce 20%, 25%. I can produce much bigger gains and I'm doing that on properties I'm buying every single day of the week. 20% is bigger than 5%. In this scenario, you can combine them together and you can get the benefits of both of them. When I say that whole life insurance is a great investment, I don't mean in and of itself. I mean, because in and of itself I get a death benefit, I'm getting a dividend way bigger than I'm getting anywhere else. No one else can touch it. It's producing these awesome tax benefits, but I can pull it out and guess what I can do? I can put it right into the game of real estate. And this is where it becomes extraordinary because now I can layer my banking policy with life insurance and I can layer it on top of my real estate and the two of them combined are significantly bigger and way more successful than they would be apart. Okay, now it goes without saying that that was an absolutely great video and I did a really good job convincing you that this is the way to go to build massive amounts of wealth really quickly. So in this video specifically, the main focus is behind the 5% dividend that you'll receive. The fact that all the money within this policy is completely protected from judgments and other liens. As well as you can borrow this money and use it as a tax shelter. Now I just want to say that all these things he's saying is completely true. And there's even more benefits behind this strategy and behind getting whole life insurance. As an example, you can pull your money and take it as a loan whenever you want. Since it's your money anyway in your policy, there's never any credit checks. You can pay back the loan that you take basically whenever you want. And of course, like he already said, you still get a death benefit and the potential upside, especially if you do it his way and invest in real estate, is theoretically limitless. So there is a lot of giant benefits with this strategy. But there is one giant pitfall that makes this strategy completely worthless in my opinion. But I also want to say there's a way where you can get all of these benefits and none of the downsides that whole life insurance gives you if you just structure it a little bit differently. And we'll get into that in a second. The one giant downside behind doing this strategy with a whole life insurance policy or any cash value life insurance policy for that matter is that you are 100% guaranteed to lose money when you pass away. Let me explain. Whenever you get a whole life insurance policy, just like he explained in the clip, it comes with a death benefit and a cash value side of things. However, what no one tells you is that unless you have a very specific rider on your life insurance policy that usually costs a lot extra, whatever dollar amount of cash value you have in your account automatically gets forfeited and goes directly to the insurance company. Let's say you had $100,000 of death benefit and another $100,000 on the cash value side of it. You'd be under the assumption that your beneficiaries would get a total of $200,000 when you pass away. But the truth is when you pass away, that dollar amount that's in the cash value side of things automatically gets forfeited and goes to the insurance company. And let me just tell you that the house always wins. Let's just say in this example, you had $100,000 in both your death benefit and your cash value side of things. But before you passed away, you had a $50,000 loan from your cash value account. Now you would also assume that your beneficiaries would get the $100,000 death benefit and that you would only surrender or forfeit the remaining $50,000 in cash value. But like I said, the house always wins. What the insurance company will do when they find out you pass away is deduct the $50,000 you owe 
plus the interest from your death benefit to pay back the loan of your cash value side of things. So at the end of the day, the house wins with their full $100,000 in cash value plus interest and the remaining $50,000 or so in death benefit, that's what finally gets distributed to your beneficiaries. Now again, these examples are on equal amounts of death benefit and cash value side of things. But if you do the overfunded strategy that he's talking about where you put even more money into this cash value side of things to grow it rapidly, when you pass away, you can actually end up forfeiting a small fortune in exchange for next to nothing in death benefit. I've seen some policies with a cash value side of things of almost $300,000, while the death benefit is only about $100,000. And because you always forfeit the cash value and not the death benefit, when this person passed away, they were at risk of forfeiting the $300,000 and only giving their family the $100,000. Again, I just want to reiterate the fact that this strategy is extremely useful and can successfully be used to generate massive amounts of wealth really quickly. But the downside is you're always going to forfeit that cash value in the end. So if you're interested in building your own bank, creating your own wealth and growing it rapidly, this strategy does work, but we need to restructure it and repackage it to avoid that massive downside of losing your cash value. So what's the solution? Well, like I said, the solution is to strip away the whole life packaging on this strategy and instead replace it with a different package. My solution is that we replace the whole life insurance with a limited liability company. Now we're going to create this LLC in either Nevada, Wyoming, or Delaware. Now my favorite state to set up an LLC is Wyoming just because it's the most affordable to set up an LLC. It has charging order protections and full anonymity. So we're going to create an LLC in Wyoming and then in the name of that LLC we're going to open up two accounts. We're going to open up a brokerage account and then we're also going to take out a life insurance policy with the policy owner being the LLC and the insured being you, the owner of the LLC. Now this life insurance is not gonna be whole life or any cash value, because remember, that's what we're trying to avoid. Instead, this life insurance is going to be key member term life insurance. Now in the video, he says that no banks are gonna offer you a dividend rate of 5%, and that is 110% correct. I think the most any savings account is going to offer you, and that's considered a high yield savings account, is like half of 1% in interest. But since we opened up that brokerage account in the name of this LLC, we can use that brokerage account in the name of this LLC to invest in a bunch of different ETFs. Now I'm gonna put it here on the screen, but I've found over 25 different ETFs that pay about a 5% dividend. Some a little less, some a lot more. Now also I don't wanna mislead you. In the whole life insurance policy, that 5% dividend was guaranteed because that's how whole life is structured. These ETFs that pay out these high dividends, they're not always guaranteed. You could find ETFs that have a really good track record of paying out really good amount of dividends and that are extremely consistent. But at the end of the day, these ETFs are just comprised of a bunch of different investments and not all investments are always going to win. But now we've officially created the Invest with Wesley Bank LLC that has a brokerage account giving us a dividend of about 5%. And it also comes with a death benefit because that LLC is paying for term life insurance on its own, me. Now because this LLC was set up in Wyoming that has charging order protections and full anonymity, my money and anything else that this LLC owns is completely protected against judgments and liens that fall against me. So the only thing we're missing from totally beating this whole life insurance be your own bank in a sense scam that people are doing nowadays, the only thing we have left to beat is the fact that there are no credit checks 
and that money is basically a tax shelter because you can take it tax-free as a loan. Well, the truth is, because you're the owner and the beneficiary of this LLC, you can borrow money from the LLC or take it as a distribution. It doesn't matter. Now, it'd be a lot better to leave your assets in this investment to compound it further over time and take these proceeds as a loan. Now you can do that through a margin loan. Banks will issue a loan and use your investments as collateral. The proceeds of that loan will go to you and the money that's actually in that investment will stay there and continue to grow and compound and receive those higher dividends. So on one hand, you have a whole life insurance policy that gives you a death benefit, 5% in dividends, tax shelters, and that money is completely protected from judgments or liens. But the downside is you lose all the cash value in that account when you pass away. On the other hand, you have the LLC way, where you still have 5% in dividends, your money is still protected from judgments and liens, it is still considered a tax shelter, and best of all, you don't lose any of that cash value when you pass away. Because LLCs can be gifted and willed and transferred to other people, you can have it set in your will that your beneficiaries will also receive full ownership of that LLC and with it all of its assets, including that cash value amount. Remember, I try and teach people how to build lasting generational wealth. And yes, being your own bank, building wealth, and doing this strategy does work. But there's better ways to do it than in the confines of a whole life insurance policy. I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe and maybe even share this video so that we can beat out all the people that are robbing you of wealth by telling you to get this whole life insurance policy. I have a dedicated Instagram and Facebook account, so if you ever had any questions, comments, or just wanted something addressed, feel free to reach out to me there. Either way though, the choice is yours and I'll see you in the next one.